Hello, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life Podcast, where I share tips, tools, and stories about how to live a wholehearted life, a life characterized by sincerity and commitment to any path you take, with room for adventure, growth, and passion. Find me here, where I record weekly podcasts which show you, the young professional, how to build a strong career, a fierce fitness routine, and a mindfully crafted meal plan. Let's get it poppin'. Heyo, thank you for tuning in today. Let's get right into episode three, which is the top 10 productivity hacks I have for you that are going to help you kick Monday's bootay. All right, let's get it started. So number one, it's going to be, of course, get up early and do a workout. It doesn't matter what you decide. Maybe you're doing a leg workout. Maybe you're going to a yoga class. Maybe you're going to a Pilates class or you're going for a run in the morning. Whatever it is, I promise you that starting your Monday with a sweaty, sweaty workout session is going to make you feel amazing the rest of the day. So I personally like to get up an hour before my first clients and I go in and I do legs every single Monday because that's just what I love to do on Monday is legs. But you can do any type of workout. It doesn't matter. But getting that sweaty session is going to feel so good. Or if you know you're going to be swamped busy all day Monday and there's really no time in the day for that early morning workout, you're going to work out on Sunday evening. Yeah, said it. So this is actually kind of a nice time to work out because if you live in a if you have a family or you live in a house with other people most people wind down on Sunday evenings and so it's kind of a nice time where you can just slip out the door go for a long run go to the gym go to a class try a new spin class any type of thing that you are interested in when it comes to exercise it's a really nice time for it and it also sets the tone for the rest of the week as does the early morning workout so you can kind of choose if you know you know okay, I'm not going to be able to get up early on Monday. I've got meetings all day and then I have to pick up my kids from school and take them to their activities. Okay, fine. Do a Sunday evening workout. It doesn't have to be anything long. It doesn't have to be crazy, but do something to get your heart rate up and get sweaty or do it on Monday morning as well. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you have to have a morning ritual. A morning ritual is so awesome and really sets the tone for a really productive and consistent week where you know Monday through Friday you've got a ritual in the morning. So for me, I'm a personal trainer, right? So my mornings start super, super early which is fine, but it means I don't really get a lot of morning time to myself. So what I like to do is for my morning ritual, it's really just an action. And what the action is, is my decaf coffee because I love decaf coffee. Call me crazy. I don't care. I love the taste of decaf in the morning. So what I do is I have my coffee prepped or I bring the beans with me to the gym and I put them in the Keurig or the espresso maker and I make my decaf coffee and then I have it. It's warm in my hand. It's fresh and I can talk to my first client. I can catch up with my coworkers on that Monday morning and just have that ritual feeling because I do this Monday through Friday. And so it just feels comfortable. It feels relaxing and it sets the tone for the rest of my day to be, I honestly feel less stressed because I have this 
calming morning ritual that kind of grounds me for the rest of the day. So maybe your morning ritual is you make a super healthy breakfast, or maybe your morning ritual is you like to read the paper or do Sudoku. I mean, I would love to do that if I had time, but maybe you have 20, 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long amount of time, but just having something that sets the tone every morning consistently throughout the week is just amazing. So think about what that could be for you and then implement it. Okay. The third one is shower and show up. So I have this kind of principle that I abide by that I got from another podcaster named Shalene Johnson, who I love. And one of my favorite things she ever said, I mean, she says a lot of great things, but one of them was don't marinate. So let's say you did do your Monday morning workout and it was super sweaty and you rocked it and you're feeling awesome. Okay, great. Do not go to work at home or go to your chill job or maybe even your higher intensity job without showering. So I don't care if you have to dress in your pajamas or if you have to dress in a power outfit where you're all dressed up, heels, whatever, skirt, you've got to shower. And it doesn't have to be a long shower. It can literally be a rinse. But what this does is it takes that marinating feeling off your body. It cleans the sweat off. You're starting fresh. Everything's clean. Everything's fresh. And it just feels so much better. And then you can kind of move on from the day. So it's kind of like you're closing the chapter of your workout, right? So I woke up this morning. I went for a long run. I took a shower. I changed clothes and I move on with my day as opposed to working out really, really hard and then not showering and just kind of feeling that sweaty grossness all day. Just take care of it. Shower and show up. And when I, but what I mean by showing up, this is kind of the part two. So let's transition into number four of the productivity hacks is you're going to show up and dress like it's Friday. Yes, I know it's Monday, but I don't really care because it's so important that you dress up like you care about the job that you're doing or the school that you're attending or whatever it is. So make sure you do that. You're going to wake up. You're going to do your workout, do all the things we've already talked about. Then you're going to take an awesome shower. I don't care if it's five minutes or 10 or 20, whatever. And then you're going to dress nicely. I'm a fitness professional. So obviously I wear athleisure for a living, which is pretty nice. But you know, sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I just want to rock like a pencil skirt right now. Regardless, it is important to look nice. So for me, I put on my fresh Nikes and a nice black shirt and maybe some new spandex or some new leggings that I love. And then that is what I wear to the gym. I put my name tag on loud and proud and I go and kick some booty. So you've got to dress like it's that Friday feeling, right? So those Monday blues don't get you down. That's super important. And you're going to feel more confident because you're going to be like, I'm rocking this outfit that I feel comfortable. And like I said, confident in, and it's just going to set an amazing attitude for the rest of the day, which I love. So make sure you dress like it's Friday. Okay. So that was three and four shower and show up slash dress like it's Friday. Now we're going to go into number five. So you're going to check your emails and you're going to create a list of to-do items. So for me, what I found to be really effective is I like to section mine out into different topics. So I've got my client workouts that I need to prepare. I've got my coaching tasks. I've got my podcast tasks. And I also have some kind of fun to-do lists, like my grocery list, because I love grocery shopping. And also um, my... Hawaii list because I'm going on a trip soon and there's some booking that I need to do for that. So maybe you make your to-do list and you look, maybe you make your to-do list and you look through and you're like, oh my gosh, I have like 15 things I really need to get done. And this is overwhelming. Section it out, like I said, into 
little topics that work for you and then get them done one by one. I like to use the stickies on my computer because then I can actually strike through them with the font, which is super, super satisfying. But you could always be old fashioned and actually write a list with your hands, which is also satisfying. Also, you could use a planner. We'll get into that later, though. So make sure you check those emails, you figure out what you need to do and then section it out so it doesn't feel as overwhelming and you can just break it down. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, and throw in some fun to do lists too, because that makes it more enjoyable. Number six is put your head down and work. I know this one sounds kind of ridiculous. I'm not saying you need to be like a subordinate person and just do what everyone tells you. No, what I mean is you just got to figure out what it is you need to do with, like we said, with number five, by checking your emails and creating a list of two items and then just get after it. Like, come on, you need to do it. You know what needs to be done. So just have the list and do it. This is one of those things I try to implement, especially on Mondays and in the beginning of the week, those tasks that I know I need to get done instead of thinking about how I'm going to do them and thinking about ways I can procrastinate, which I do do. I'm only human. I'm just like, nope, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm getting it done. Even if you've got meetings all day, like from eight to four, going to work 15 minutes early and just bust out one or two 15 minute tasks that you know you need to get done. I think that's super important. And also what I mean by putting your head down and working is like when you go into work and let's say you're a customer service person or let's say you work with IT or let's say you're a teacher or let's say you're a nurse, just do it with some heart, do it with some soul because it makes it so much more fun. And hopefully you're loving what you're doing and that's a really easy thing to do. But if you're not, find something about your job that you really enjoy and incorporate that getting to work aspect into your job. Just make it happen, make it fun and don't be afraid to work hard because seriously, it's underrated. Just get after it. It's really important and it helps you get stuff done for the rest of the week, which is great. The next one, number seven is think of this one connects to number six, but I want you to think of or write down one task right now. So grab your pen and paper and I want you to write down that one task or thing you need to do that you know you're gonna be putting off all week. Okay, write it down. Okay, now after you finish listening to this podcast, I would like you to complete that task. Whatever it is, just make it happen. And the cool thing about being proactive in the sense of getting done the things you don't wanna get done is sometimes it's actually easier than you think it's going to be. For example, I had to create thank you cards for some of my clients just to thank them for their business and that I enjoyed working with them, training them. And I was putting it off, putting it off. And then I finally got the cards. I wrote all the cards and I was like, okay, sweet. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to get all these addresses for all these people. And I didn't know where the addresses were. I couldn't find them on the computer system that that we use at the gym. And so I was feeling kind of overwhelmed and I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then finally, last Monday, I was like, no, Blaze, you're getting this done. So I talked to my supervisor and I was like, hey, where can I find these addresses? He was like, oh, just go to HR. So I went to HR and they were like, oh, well, we'll just do the addresses for you and then mail them. And I was like, oh, okay, that's freaking awesome. So it ended up being easier than I thought it was going to be. And I feel like that is the case with a lot of tasks that you don't want to do. They seem overwhelming. They seem daunting. But then once you get started, you're like, yes, I can do this. I've got this. So think about that one task that you know you've been putting off and just do it. I promise it's going to be amazing. And it's going to set the tone for a super productive week, which is what we're going for here. Yes. Okay. 
Next, this is more health related. Drink water every hour. So that's easy to say, but sometimes harder to implement. So a way that I found this to be effective is I either have multiple water bottles that I line up and make sure I drink throughout the day, or I every hour I tally how much water I've drank on my water bottle. So I have a reusable water bottle. If you don't have one, go to TJ Maxx, you can get one for $8. You could probably even get one on Amazon for like two, or just use like a plastic bottle. Have an expo marker, and then every time you drink a bottle of water, just mark it on the water bottle, and then you can kind of count up throughout the day how much water you're drinking. So that if you do set a goal for water intake, let's say 100 ounces, 150 ounces, you know if you're achieving that, because a lot of times we don't even know if that's happening. Also, I like to just be drinking water continuously because I can feel my dehydration drop if I go, you know, more than an hour or two without drinking water. So make sure that stays high, especially because that's going to help your brain. That's going to help your digestion, all that good stuff. Okay. Number nine, avoid drinking caffeinated beverages after 10 a.m. and cut the alcohol on Mondays and preferably most nights out. So what this is going to help you do is it's just going to help your body adjust to a more circadian rhythm, which is where you kind of get up as the sun rises and go asleep as the sun goes down, which I know most people don't do. Honestly, I don't do it either, but it helps get your body into a more natural rhythm. So if you're cracking out on coffee and espresso until 2 or 3 p.m., honestly, I would not be surprised if you had trouble sleeping at night because even though maybe you're not super sensitive to caffeine, the caffeine isn't going to wear out of your system until much later and that's going to disrupt your sleep so I like to tell people to not drink any caffeine after 10 a.m. at the latest I mean preferably more like 8 or 9 a.m. and then at night instead of going for a glass of wine I know you love your glass of wine don't we all or a beer or maybe a vodka soda or whatever your drink of choice is I like to substitute this with some hot tea or even a cold tea or even like a LaCroix hash Hashtag LaCrack because it just, it's healthier. It's unnecessary calories when you're drinking alcohol and it's going to disrupt your sleep because you do not sleep as well when you're drinking alcohol. So try to keep the caffeine in check in the morning and honestly eliminate the alcohol at night, especially if you're trying to have a productive day the next day and you would like to improve your quality of sleep. Okay. The next one is going to be compliment someone. Now, this is number 10, and I'm going to have a bonus one for you at the end. So number 10, you've got to compliment someone. Well, I say someone, but I'm going to say three people at least, but I want it to be genuine. I just, here's the thing. People go through life day to day, and I know there are some people that are more prone to this than others, and I will say I'm more prone to it, where I just kind of compliment people all the time. And it's not that I'm doing it to be like complimenting everyone and that I'm trying to be insincere. It's that it's kind of just a part of my personality. Like I'm honestly just being straight up with you. So what I say when I mean compliment three people sincerely is actually look around in your environment, in your work setting, in your school setting at at the people around you and pick three people that are like, you know what? They are just kicking butt. And 
they're rocking it. And I would be jealous of them, but because you are confident enough to not get jealous of people, you're like, you know what? They are crushing it. And tell them that. Maybe someone is just rocking their work game and their performance is super high. Or maybe they're just that radiant person that everyone is attracted to. Or maybe they're they're that person that is just so helpful and you feel like you could go to with anything. Tell them that because who doesn't love to feel appreciated and who doesn't love a compliment, but especially in a genuine way. So for example, instead of saying, hey, you're crushing it maybe you go a little bit more in depth and you say, Hey, I noticed you've like really been putting in some extra work here, um, at the office, let's say. And I just wanted to let you know that it's making my life a lot easier and I'm really enjoying my workspace. And I think your performance is really helping the company or the team as a whole. Tell them something genuine. They're going to love that. And just as kind of an anecdote, when I first started my, just my personal development and learning how to honestly be happy for others, which I don't think is something that comes naturally to everyone. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it, it really was hard for me to compliment people genuinely, like, you know, surface compliments, sure, easy, but genuine compliments about the good things people are doing in the world. That was hard for me. And the reason why is because I was insecure. I felt like if I complimented something amazing that someone else was doing, it was going to take away from what I was doing. So I'm just going to bring you a little quote that I think pertains really well to this. And it's from Cassie Ho, who is the creator of Blogilates, which is a Pilates and kind of yoga-y format and also social media brand. So she says, other people's successes are not your failures. And this really rang true to me and honestly changed my life because as soon as I realized that just because someone else is killing it and doing amazing and just rocking out on their purpose and whatever else makes them feel great in life and you see that and admire that, just because you compliment that, that doesn't take you a level below them. That doesn't make you a lesser person. You being able to recognize the good that they're doing in the world actually makes you a great person just like them. So just remember that other people's successes are not your failures. And it's so important to be genuine and connect with people and compliment them and make them feel appreciated. Because honestly, this world's got a lot of messed up things in it. And if we can just do a few good things every day to make other people feel good, that is so awesome. Okay. So that was my number 10. I hope that is a good one for you. And then my last little nugget for you is just have an evening ritual. And this is something that can be so, so simple. Again, it's like your morning ritual. It doesn't have to be super intense, super long drawn out. No. Okay. So my evening ritual is I really like to just take a few candles. I go to TJ Maxx, I buy cute candles and I light them and I set them down on my nightstand and I start to just kind of breathe deeply and I smell the candles and I get on in Amazon or Instagram and I scroll. Okay. Yes. It's kind of surface level that I go on Instagram or Amazon and like either online shop or look at people's pages, but it's relaxing to me. It's kind of like, I feel like 10 or 15 years ago, people would watch TV at night to relax themselves. Same idea, right? So I've just found this to be super relaxing. So I'll also maybe make a cup of tea. And if I'm feeling super motivated and um, 
non-screen attached, which I'm working on, I'll read a book or I'll read a magazine or I'll write in my journal. But it's just a few minutes for me is honestly what it is, because I think we spend so much of our day giving, giving, giving to other people that when we finally talk her out around whatever time it is that you go to bed, you realize you haven't really spent any time with just yourself. So create a ritual that is able to foster that being kind of just doing your own thing with yourself. Even if you have a significant other and maybe they're laying in bed next to you, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to light my candles. I'm going to read for a little bit. I'm going to do me. And I promise it's going to unwind your Monday and unwind your week in such a positive, relaxing way that you're going to love it. So I hope that you enjoy these productivity hacks and that they make your Monday amazing and they make you have an amazing week. And I will catch you next time, my dear friend. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed what you heard and you are looking for a little bit more, please consider subscribing. I would love to have you here. Also, if you're on those social networks, which I know you are, please feel free to check me out on Instagram and Facebook at wholehearted underscore underscore life. That is spelled capital W-H-O-L-E-H-E-A-R-T-E-D underscore underscore capital L-I-F-E. Thank you so much. And remember, ask yourself today, what have you done that is making you wholehearted?